The following episode was recorded unscripted, unedited, and for mature audiences only. Hey, what's up? I'm Adam Adam, and welcome to another episode of Modern Magical Meddling. We are on episode 10, my friends. I said I'd cap this at 13, but I'm not sure if I'm still doing that. I might make it a little longer. We'll take a consensus. But um, I guess that depends on how much you guys are enjoying this. Really not sure. But um, I'm also 12 days sober, and I can't really tell you all how much uh, support I'm getting from all of you and how much that means to me. Um... Yeah, I also did kid mantras this week out of, just for fun and as a request, and I was sitting on my couch in fucking tears <laughs> at some of the duets and things that are coming out of that, and um, just out of the mouth of babes, you know, out of the mouth of the children, hearing them believe in themselves and say that they are brave and strong and kind and enough and amazing and things like that has been really, really rewarding. So thank you all so much for the kind emails and the kind words about my sobriety and your support and everything. It really means a lot to me. Um, We've got a lot of stuff to cover uh, this week. As far as me and and catching up with you guys, not not really much is different. Not much has gone on, really. Just gearing up for the next tarot class I'm doing with my good friend Jackie from Totems and Tarot. And if you're interested in that, you can uh, check out my website, madamadam.com. Um... Yeah, just the the sober journeys happening. Oh, we saw that Michelle Yeoh movie, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh my god, 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. One of the coolest multiverse movies I've seen in a long time. We laughed. Oh my god, we laughed. We cried. Just uh, uh, Michelle Yeoh can do anything. Oh my god. I first fell in love with Michelle Yeoh and Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, obviously, um, back in the day with ZZ Yang and, and uh, Chai Yun-Fat and some other people. Um, you know, I've always been into, uh, in the height of, of the early thousands, you know, uh, Star Wars Episode One had just come out, and we had just gotten into seeing Jedi on screen fighting in this, in this swirling kind of martial arts form instead of the classic, you know, uh, four, five, and six of Star Wars, the classic trilogy of seeing it more of like fencing because um, Obi-Wan Kenobi and, and as an old man and Vader as an old man, um, you know, fighting each other wasn't very, you know, fluid. It was more of like a fencing kind of thing. And then Luke being a, a new Jedi and learning from them. And the prequels were the first time we got to see the Jedi in their heyday and and fighting all martial arts and, and swirling moves and things like that so when I was a kid um and these movies came out around the same time episode one um and uh, Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon and all of that I was oh my god I was trying to climb trees and run up them and stuff and uh making lightsabers and swords out of sticks and things like that so that's when I first fell in love with Michelle Yeoh and then uh obviously Crazy Rich Asians and Memoirs of a Geisha and uh, the Crouching Tiger prequel movie that came out on Netflix and just so much, so much shit that she's in that she's amazing at and everything everywhere all at once is a real cinematic masterpiece. One of the coolest things that Dustin and I have seen in a really, really long time. Um, so yeah, that, that's basically all that's really going on with me. The sober journey's happening. It's hard and frustrating, especially when you want to smoke and, and you want to do it. Um, you know, you get home from, from things and you're done with work and you want to unwind and stuff, but Still in therapy. That's going really, really well. My therapist is dope. Um, she was like, let's not pretend melatonin's not a thing, Adam, because I was saying I was having a hard time sleeping. And 
you know, weed really got me there and, and helped me pass out and stuff like that. But girl, I am dreaming now more than I ever have before. I think you all can tell as well. So many of my clients and uh, people on the live and things are telling me that I'm seeing clearer, that I seem uh, less fuzzy and things like that. So I'm glad that you all can tell too. I'm feeling better. I'm feeling really good. So I'm glad that transcends. And again, thank you all so much for your love and support. It means a lot to me. But let's get to hot topics. We've got some hot topics that have come from Instagram. And uh, let's let's talk about them. Let's see here. First things first. Do you believe in karma? Absolutely. Karma is the only God I believe in, I would say. Um, I went on to a kind of rant on the Monday Night Live last week. It's on my Instagram if you want to see. But someone asked if I believe in God, and I basically said no, that I, I really don't believe in God anymore. Um, at, at least not a, not your tiny-dicked Christian God that's like, no other gods before me. It's like, all right, that's real small dick energy, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I, I've always said that I've learned more about morality and my compass and, and rights and wrongs and things like that from, from pop culture and, and Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and things like that. I've learned more from, from pop culture, from these fantasy worlds and things about right and wrong, good and evil and, and the, the gray areas and getting through hardships and things that I ever learned in fucking church. I, all I learned in church was that you're wrong and you're you're never going to know everything and god loves you and and you should you should love him too and god loves you so much that that you should not do that you should not do this and you need to to be the best for god and and i just a fucking agree um if this god loves me so much then he would love who i am and support that and guide me through it and not force me to change or or be something that i'm not and if that's not how you think about your god well tell that to the catholic church and tell them tell that to the people that physically and literally excommunicated me from a church um because they found out i was queer so yeah uh, karma yeah absolutely definitely something that i believe in um, my husband and I believe in a very strict code of, of kindness and truth and karma. And whatever you put out is what you get back. Um, there's a big misconception around fortune, in my opinion, where people think that if something good happens to you, then something shitty has to follow. and Or that's balance. No, it's not. <laughs> no, that is not how it works. Um, you can be already reaping benefits from cosmic prepayments that you've already paid for things. Um, or, or whatever, but just because something good is happening to you, that doesn't mean that you need to wait for the other shoe to drop. Stop having contingencies. You're not fucking Batman. Batman's not happy. Oh my God, Batman's not happy. He is not a happy fucking guy. Even in the Kevin Conroy animated series, it was a small smirk. It was never really a smile unless the Joker got to him. But, you know, Batman's got kryptonite up his asshole for contingencies and not for fucking fun reasons. So it's not, yeah, no, that's not how fortune works. It's not about waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's not about you know, this balance of something good, something bad, something bad, something good. Like, no, that's not how it works. The wheel of fortune is, you know, a circle. It's cylindrical, but it's about you riding the center of the wheel and taking successes as they come to you. So do I believe in karma? Absolutely. And that's why I feel like the blue check mark, the, val the verification check mark is coming. It's happening. I apply for it. I keep staying consistent in my content and what I do in that when I say I stay consistent, I only post when it feels right for me. I don't post inorganically. I don't post for the algorithm. I don't post for views, for likes. I post things that are honest and truthful and to me. And that's why I think I'm getting met lately with so much uh, fucking 
so much condescending energy because people just love to condescend. Um, I posted something a while ago where I said, you know, no one gives enough fuck about you to sabotage you on purpose. Everyone's only worried about them. And so many comments are like, you must not know my husband. I think you missed the fucking point, girl. I think you missed the fucking point. No, I don't know your husband and I don't fucking have to because whatever he does, if he's, you feel like he's sabotaging you on purpose, that's your ego and you're playing victim and he always does that for him. He never does it for you. It's always for him and you're missing the fucking point. And someone had the audacity, jokingly, allegedly, to be like, oh, I think it's because he's a man. It's probably different for women. No, I think you're just playing fucking victim and gender has nothing to do with it and you'd love to make excuses that your husband keeps you down instead of you strengthening your fucking pelvic floor and agreeing that you don't need this person anymore and you either need to take them to couples counseling and therapy or leave that fucking asshole. But you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear that. You want me to be like, oh, good things are coming to you. Your love life. Uh, so no, bitch, please. Like, people just love to condescend. People don't listen to understand anymore. People listen to respond. Everybody is way too fucking high on their main character energy, but they don't have any self-awareness. Social media, people feeling like their opinions are valid for fucking everything. And the reality is that you do not have to have an opinion about everything. You want to know how I stay happy, collective? You want to know how I do it? I try to remember that I don't need to have a fucking opinion about everything. Not everything is relevant to me. Not everything is for me to respond to. The Will Smith thing, I don't fucking care about who smacked who I think it's funny because like that's ridiculous honestly so it has nothing to do with me and I don't care I don't have an opinion about that because it has nothing to do with me and the fact that it is still trending on my newsfeed on Twitter is fucking stupid and it's above shit in Ukraine it's above real world problems on my newsfeed because it's first world celebrity issues and in America at least that's that's the precedent and that's the thing that takes hold over people is you know controversial shit that you can have an opinion on people are uncomfortable with having an opinion on the war in Ukraine because it's political and blah 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 but you're totally cool with having an opinion about Will Smith and Jada Smith's relationship because you know, you feel entitled to it because they're celebrities, they're in the public limelight, so they're asking for it. No one's asking for anything. People are just trying to live their fucking lives. So stay out of some shit. Some shit is not your fucking business. Don't, you don't have to have an opinion about everything. So do I believe in karma? Yes. These scammers out there will get theirs. Um, on the topic of scammers, that's here too in Hot Topics. No authentic reader solicits for readings. And I hope all of you know that I have been impersonated personally since I blew up on TikTok, which has been almost for a year and a half now, two years. I've been impersonated. And every single day I get somebody that's like, did you know? Or, or people in my comments on the stories where I post the scammers and they're like, yeah, they requested me. Okay. What do you want me to do with that? Gee, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck do you want me to do with that? I can't do anything. They block me. They block me. And they have some automated thing. So I can't go and do anything about it. And I'm not going to waste my time repeating my fucking self every day. Do y'all know about scammers? Do you know about scammers? When you really should be using your common fucking sense and reading my bio where it says, I do not DM for readings and I have no other accounts. But since you want to... 
you're a fan or which I again I so appreciate the love and support but like please use your fucking brain I say I don't DM for readings and someone impersonating me says hey do you want a reading and you're a fan and you like me and you're a little desperate so you fall for that shit and then there are people that get mad at me and think that that's my character and that I scammed them and they're like no fuck this guy he doesn't teach classes somebody on the live was dogging me because they fell for a scammer and they were like madam adam's a scammer no you're a fucking moron and you fell for bullshit does your doctor call you you know i think you might be sick no you have to call them you have to go reach out to people for things that you want no authentic reader dms or solicits for readings nobody does a therapist reach out to you and tell you that you need therapy no, you have to find a therapist. You have to reach out to the reader. You have to seek them. And if you're one of these people that thinks that that's my character, quite frankly, fuck you. Because no, I've never projected anything but love and light and truth. And if you can't handle that, then scroll. You don't have to have an opinion. It's not for you. You don't have to follow me. I don't care. I don't start my shit out with saying, oh, make sure you follow me to see more. No, I say, hey, what's up? I'm Madam Adam. If this reading came across your feed, it's probably for you, you know? Like by the rules of karma and everything happens for a reason, maybe this will speak to you in some endeavor. And if not, whatever. I never ask for followers. And the fact that I've got this much support tells me that I must be doing something right, but people love to condescend. People are gonna take advantage of people's desperation, especially when you do something for free on lives and things like that, because I don't do this for free, obviously it's my job, but like on lives and things when I'm offering readings and for free and I'm doing the free daily posts that people think that they have a sense of kind of ownership over you and that's just bullshit and not fair so yeah please be aware scammers are a thing and yes I know I know they're scammers I'm aware you don't have to let me know because I fucking know okay like let's just make that clear all right let's see what else Cord cutting. Ooh, that's a good topic. I guess I had to do some, I wanted to find a good way of, of phrasing cord cutting. That's not something that I do or fuck with in particular, because I, I guess I do. I just do it a little differently than the typical methods, I guess. I don't know. Um, but essentially, uh, the practice of cord cutting is, is about uh, recovering healing energy uh, that's been lost to like negative forces and things, whether it's a person, a place, a job, or a bad habit. I'm paraphrasing an article that I'm reading right now. I don't know where I got this from, but I screenshotted it. Uh, something that has damaged your life. Every time we interact with someone or something, we develop energetic cords that tie us to that person, place, or thing. They're not always bad cords, but they can often form deep, meaningful relationships and things. Um, and needing to cut that might be a healthy endeavor. And there's a few different methods that people do for cord cutting. Um, essentially, you need uh, a few things if, if you wanted to try a cord cutting ritual to get over an ex or an addiction or a friend or a family member of negative energy. It's a physical representation of you cutting that thing off, basically. So you can take two different colored candles, one that represents each one of you or you and the thing, and you can physically cut the cord or you can let the candle burn the cord or, or whatever you need to do. But it's really about the intention and how you do that. I think I've done cord cutting in the past where I basically took a piece of twine when I was trying to quit meth and I, I took a piece of twine and I said, this is my addiction. And I basically just literally cut it 
I didn't do anything other than that. I just took it, folded it in half, and I cut it and removed myself from the need for that thing. And of course, it was symbolic and it took time and everything like that. But cord cutting is a very misunderstood thing, I think, because people are like, I need to get over my ex. And that kind of goes with the next topic that is brought up here. Why do so many people ask about pregnancy and relationships? We're so much more than that. Yes, we are. Um, in terms of tarot and things, it's always about your love. And do you want your ex back? Your love life, pregnancy, this and this. And I think it's because people are so based on external validation for love. They're so focused on external uh, influences of happiness. You're unable to make yourself happy. So you need to focus on that or an external form of that thing. Listen, I know I'm not a woman. I'm a cisgendered uh, uh, gay man. And I don't presume to understand what it's like to be a mother or to have a miscarriage or to go through pregnancy, but I do know logically that there are many avenues of you being a parent and maybe you should consider that if all you're focused on is pregnancy and that's the only method of abundance that you can see, you need therapy and that's a problem. Um, why are so many people focused on pregnancy and relationships? Because ex external approval, external values of love. Um, you can't manifest love. You can't manifest someone to love you because that's how you're manifesting heartbreak. You're fucking with free will. How many fucking movies do we have to see where it's like, oh my God, I'm not sure if he likes me for me or if it's the spell. Oh my God. Like how many movies do you have to see before you realize that's not how it fucking works? You have to love yourself. You have to focus on your love and treating yourself to love language. It's not external. It's not about just loving people externally and and uh, oh what are your love links oh i'm i'm words of affirmation and quality time it's like no that's how you like to receive love from people but what about you how do you love yourself with word with with love language do you do your own do you give yourself physical touch do you give yourself quality time do you give yourself words of affirmation etc cetera, etc cetera? do you do those things probably not because you don't think of it as being a construct that you can apply to yourself because you're so fucking focused on wanting someone else to love you because you don't love yourself so that's why in this 2022 social media toxic construct of main character energy, you know, and yes, I perpetuate a, you know, I'm capable, I'm strong, I'm powerful, I'm a bad bitch, but I want self-awareness for you. Just because you want to go to Times Square for New Year's Eve, so does everybody else. <laughs> so does everybody else. So don't let you know, you're, and what do you do? Like Disney, right? We live in, we live in Orlando uh, out here, right? So I'm on vacation. You've ruined my vacation. I cannot believe it rained. The lines are so long. My vacation, my vacation, me, me, me. And you don't realize that you're not the only fucking people on vacation. So you should just plan to enjoy yourself regardless of what happens, regardless of what shit you want to bank on. Every time that I try to go, I don't care what we do. I just want to ride that ride. Like, Somehow I get frustrated because my connection to that desire is personal to me. And anybody that I feel personally attacked by, by people preventing that or, quote, getting in the way of that is you're doing that to me. No, everybody wants the same fucking thing you do. They want to be happy. They want to enjoy their Disney vacation. They want to go to Times Square for New Year's Eve. They want to go to dinner at this restaurant. So 
you're not alone. And that doesn't mean it should debilitate or remove the the joy or the, the you know what you want, but it should give you self-awareness to know that it's not personal if something happens to prevent that. And you should find the joy in it anyway, right? Like you should literally just let things happen. Like as an example, my husband and I just go to Disney and we just have fun. We just go out there and we don't have any plans and we see where the day takes us. And by that by that way, it doesn't matter what we do. We always end up having an amazing time because we base it on our joy and what we do. And by that and by that logic, we're untouchable. You can't stop us from having fun. You can't stop me from enjoying myself, even if it rains, even if I can't ride Star Tours, even if I can't do that thing I want to do. It doesn't fucking matter because we didn't have a plan and we can just enjoy ourselves. So why are so many people asking about pregnancy and relationships? We're so much more than that. Yes, we are. But some people can't see abundance beyond relationships. They can't see abundance beyond money um, and things like that. So, yeah. Let's see. More info on how to manifest. P.S. Love everything about you and especially your pop culture references. Well, thank you. As I said, pop culture is how I learned about my moral compass, uh, about how I learned about love and life and, and things like that. More so than I did from family or from church. Um, I learned from Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, um, Disney movies, things like that. Um, manifestation doesn't have to be fucking complicated. It can be very simple. You don't manifest money because that's how you manifest work. You don't manifest someone to love you because that's how you manifest heartbreak. You're fucking with free will. You can't do that. Um, and not that you can't because there are people that are like, I fuck with free will. I do baneful magic. And it's like, okay. And they say they don't believe in the rule of three or whatever, or they don't believe in karma, but you believe enough in something to do that, then you need to be able to deal with the price or the repercussions of it. Um, I manifest with feeling when I started this job. I manifested a lifestyle. I wanted to do something that I felt good in that made me happy. Um, and I wanted to be able to pay my bills, not money, but just a lifestyle of just safety and consistency and joy. And I wanted Dustin to not have to want for anything. I wanted to be able to take him wherever he wanted and buy him whatever he wants on a whim. And I somehow happened to have that because I give my energy and time to the faith that if I'm emotionally honest and truthful with myself and the work and what I do and give it energy and time, it follows. That's what happens. Um, there's no trick. There's no special trick. You know, people are like, how? What do I do? Like, what spell do I say? Or what stone do I need? Or, or what, what, what thing do I do? Nothing. You just believe in it. You have to manifest emotionally. If you, you need to manifest feelings, joy, safety, um, lifestyle, things like that. And, and if you do that, then your, your, um, it, it just happens. It comes to you in that way. If you're if you're manifesting joy, you're going to do more things that give you joy, more things that you're going to listen to your favorite song. You're going to maybe take a different route to work. You're going to go outside for lunch. You're going to do something else that might help you have joy. And by that way, you already have it then. It's already yours. You've manifested it already because it's in front of your face. So manifest with feeling. One of my favorite methods of manifestation is to act like I already fucking have the thing and see how it makes me feel. Um, and then when it comes my way, I'm like, oh yeah, that's mine. Put it over there. Thank you. I knew that was coming. So manifestation doesn't need to be complicated. Don't make it that job, that thing, that car, that person, because 
that might not be it. And maybe those things don't want to choose you because quite frankly, they don't fucking have to. No one has to choose you. No one has to help you. No one has to love you. And that shouldn't be debilitating. It should be freeing for you to choose yourself and love yourself. And then when things choose you, they feel natural. They feel organic. They feel right and true. Um, I hope that makes sense. Let's see. How are you feeling being sober? It is hard. It is life-changing. Your vibe feels so clean. Love you indeed. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I feel great. I feel really good. Um, I sleep better. <laughs> I get up with energy. I feel clearer. I feel less and less inclined to want to smoke, but it's still there, you know. But I do feel clean. You're right. I, my vibe feels so clean. Well, I'm glad. It, it, it does feel that way for me as well. Um, confidence. My spiritual gifts are valuable. I'm following my path versus an established system. Yeah. Established systems uh, were invented, <laughs> literally. I remember sitting at the table with my dad talking about his catechism class because he was converting to Catholicism and he was telling us some fucking Bible story because, you know, he knows everything now that he, you know, went through catechism class. So, um, and he told us some story from the Bible and I was like, I was currently reading a, a, a Star Wars book and I was like, oh, that is literally just like this thing that happened between Anakin and Obi-Wan during the Clone Wars. And he was like, that's not real, son. And I was like, yours, yours isn't either. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yours isn't either. Yours is some man-made fucking book, bro. So, like, don't trip. Um, confidence. Your spiritual gifts are valuable. Of course they are. Stop seeking permission. No one can tell you what to do behind closed doors and how you worship or pray or practice. No one can tell you not to hold that crystal and manifest with it or, or, or whatever. No one can tell you to not do that. So... That's what the fuck I did. I was raised Catholic and, and told all of these shitty fucking things. I mean, I, I had family that literally, like, I got kicked out of church and they went back to that church. What does that tell me? That tells me that you believe the doctrine. You believe the Catholic church over telling you that I'm wrong. You believe the Catholic church telling me that gays are sinful. And, oh, and if you don't, then that's not what you told me by you going back to that church repetitively that actively excommunicated me for being queer. So, mm, yeah, fuck your established systems. Create your own, my dear. My husband and I believe in the equinoxes. We believe in the solstices, the change of seasons, the beginning of the zodiac year being the spring, not January, that kind of thing. Um... Let's see what else. People appearing in your dreams? Um, like what? Like like in general? Like I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it depends on how they appear or who appears in your dreams. It all means different things. Um, I, I don't know. If you see a friend and it's downtrodden or they're sick, then you're probably worried about them. If you see a family member that you haven't seen in a while, you probably are missing them or have some unfinished business. It just depends, but it definitely means something people appearing in your dreams that's too vague it depends on what kind of people or how they're appearing to you that's that's really vague um but but yeah no there's definite symbolism and they do mean things um i had a dream that i was at an airport with old friends that i hadn't seen in a while now that i dream because i'm sober um and uh, I looked at my dream dictionary and the symbology of that was that I was transitioning from an old lifestyle to a new lifestyle and finally ready to like leave those people behind me and, and stuff like that. And I hadn't seen or thought about these people in forever. And they were old, old friends of mine that I hadn't thought about. And I just realized that I'm a different person now and they really don't know me anymore at all. If you knew me before COVID, you don't know me. 
you definitely don't fucking know me anymore. I'm so different now. I've changed so much. There's so much about me that you might not know or understand. Um, if you knew me before COVID, honestly, I'm a completely different fucking person. And that's something I want all of you to remember and think about that there are people in the past that just straight up don't fucking know you anymore. They know the old you and you're not that person. And they're always gonna have that image of you in their head of, of that version of you, no matter what. There are people that only associate me as being a stoner or of being a meth addict or a, a whore. <laughs> Back in the day, I was a fucking escort practically. So, um, you know, so it's, uh, or as a go-go dancer or as a really flamboyant or, or whatever, there are people that have asked me like, oh, do this thing like you used to do in college. And I was like, I don't ever remember doing that. I think you have that wrong and I don't do that anymore. And it's like, you're a pony, do the trick, do the trick. Like, no, <laughs> and I don't fucking have to. And I really don't like being reminded of, of the old past and things and people just love to bring it up. Again, for them, not for you. Once again, no one gives enough fuck about you to sabotage you on purpose. No one cares. And before you respond or, or well, you must not know this or you must not know. Th and I love the people that are outing themselves in the comments on that video. And they're like, no, I sabotaged my girlfriend on purpose. I put ping pong balls in her gas tank and I ripped her shit up. I did that on purpose. Right. But you're missing the fucking point, you psycho narcissist. You did that for you because you're a weak minded son of a bitch who has a fucking problem. Not for them. You did that because you have feeling. People are completely missing the point because they love Love to condescend that doesn't make me go oh oh wow you know what you're right i'm i don't know your husband that's what no i don't need to know your fucking husband it's universal no one does that shit for you it's for them like i said everybody's too high on their main fucking character energy but they don't have self-awareness too many of you motherfuckers are listening to respond instead of understand shut the fuck up shut up stop talking you want to be a good ally to a community, to POC, to the queer community, whatever, shut the fuck up and let them talk. Stop being like, oh, well, I know from my, no, shut the fuck up. Let people talk. Listen to understand. Yeah? So, that was fun. <laughs> Let's get to some emails. Let's do it. Oh, let me do my, my collective, my personal read for myself and, and for you all. Uh, pastel magic tarot. I've got a few decks we're going to fuck with today, but pastel magic tarot for me here. Here's your ASMR. Fabulous. Let's see then. Ooh, hanged man energy. Very nice. Ooh, I love the inclusivity in these cards. The, the king of swords is wearing a, a rainbow pride t-shirt here. Ooh, lots of nines. Um, yeah, so we've got King of Swords energy, uh, lots of sword energy here. So perspective is happening. Perspective is happening. We're getting some, the things are changing around us. So we're going to have to change too here, it seems. King of Swords energy in the earth spot there. So essentially you need to be a wise leader and remember who you are. And if you need to make examples out of situations, that's what you got to do. Logically, there's some anxiety, depression, insomnia still, but a need to walk the walk with the Nine of Pentacles to have gratitude for how far we've come, remember who we are. And then emotionally over here, Four of Swords energy, a mental rest is really the vibe, making sure that we're holding up our end of the table, just doing what the fuck we said we'd do and, and nothing else, you know, just kind of letting that be enough. You hold up your end of the table 
And that's it. And by the laws of motion and physics, right, if someone drops their end of the table, they get dirty, not you. So don't worry about it. You hold up your end of the table innocently and face outward and you do your share of the project. And, and that's it. You do what you said you would do. That's all you have to do. And remember to walk the walk. Let's remember that the growth has happened, the change has happened, and we're progressing, we're moving forward in it. But perspective is the Pisces MO right now. The hanged man is a Pisces card. So Knight of Swords energy, logistically, there's still some stress. I know I'm super stressed. There's There's been a lot of shitty comments and, and emails and things and people condescending and attacking me. Um, which unfortunately with the laws of social media is, is very much the idea that like, if you're met with nothing, but nothing but love, then that's not fame, that's fandom. And, and unfortunately to get the blue check mark, there needs to be an element of fame or notoriety to your content. So the fact that I'm getting met with so much condescending fucking energy kind of shows that I'm I'm striking chords with people and I'm hitting new audiences and I that's why I think the blue check mark is coming because I don't have just loving comments anymore there's a lot of condescending so and negative which that's that's kind of what fame is I guess and not that I want fame I really don't but like I want a blue check mark so that we can beat these scammers and I don't really know any readers or spiritualists or tarot readers on social media or TikTok that are verified. So I would love to help trailblaze that path. And, and you know, this is a viable thing. This is my job. This is a business. It's it's like a form of therapy in, in a lot of ways, as you all know. So, but yeah, hold up your end of the table, my friends, and uh, get some perspective out here. Make examples out of situations if you need to, but you'd be a wise and a wise leader for yourself and the anxiety is real but let's remember who we are and remember that we've progressed and to act like it act like we've learned the things that we've learned you know i hope that speaks to you speaks to me let's see what else we've got here today in form of email you can email modern magical meddling at gmail.com to uh, submit questions or inquiries for the podcast obviously let's see then Metal, please. Metal, please. Okay. Um, hello, Madam Adam. I love your content. It consistently reminds me to just breathe and take one day at a time. Like so many others, I've had a rough but eye-opening last few years. I got married at 19 because being from the conservative South, I thought that was what was I was supposed to do. Mm, yeah. I was very depressed and disassociated most of my 20s away. Yay, Pisces moon. <laughs> and started to wake up in my 30s and left my ex-husband in the end of 2019. Congratulations. It's been a journey since then, including having a child with a temporary romance at 35 and now being a single mom trying to find myself and move away from my very opinionated family to be closer and with who I think is my ideal partner. I guess I just need some guidance. Is my... I lost my place. Is my upcoming move and big step of moving in with my love the move? You said move like six times. Thanks so much for taking the time to read my email. You're amazing, and I'm so glad I found you. Love and light. Scorpio sun, Pisces moon, Cancer rising. I know. I feel. I cry my. I cry quietly by myself. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at all of this water. Scorpio sun, Pisces moon, Cancer rising. Your mantras are, I transform, I believe, I feel. So you adapt to the situation, you find your belief in it, which is the burden, and you feel, you present with feeling. So, yeah, let's see. Uh, let's use Midnight City Tarot, and we'll see what uh, what we've got for you on this move. The big step moving in with your love. Is that the thing? Let's see. All right. 
It looks like there's some debate around that uh, from other people. You've got some some voices around you. Everybody wants you to be happy, right? Everybody, we just want you to be happy, but on their terms, right? On their, yeah, this is going to be great for you. This is absolutely the move. There's so many loving cards here. Cards of new beginning, cards of emotional abundance, cards of emotional communication, cards about you going back and picking up your cup finally instead of assuming everyone else's shit instead of yours. Um, yeah, it's just you're in the thick of it. You're in the middle of five of wands energy there in the center. Everybody has passionate ideas and opinions about what you should be doing. But the fool is in your, your, your tangible spot there of earth. So essentially, this is a new endeavor. This is a new idea. This is a new beginning for you that is a leap of faith. And that's, and that's really lovely. Ten of Cups energy is present for you as well. This is emotional abundance. And um, the Two of Cups is here also. So emotional communication and balance is in this position for you as well. And then the Four of Cups is inverted. So not emotionally complacent. And... Um, uh, need for you to to go back and get the cup that belongs to you essentially from the bar instead of assuming just treating other people you know it's not about them it's about you and yeah this seems to be a fortuitous move for your simple abundance just make sure you stay communicative make sure you express yourself properly and and tell the truth to this person you've been through a lot and you just need to stay communicative it seems so yeah, that four of cups inverted is is really the kicker. It really is. And that ten of cups, you really can't argue with this being emotionally fortuitous for you. You've been through enough. You've seen the red flags. But I want you to focus not on what you don't want, but what you do want. And if you don't know what you want, figure that shit out. Don't focus on what you don't want. That's not good. Well, I know what I don't want. That's not – nope. That's not how you do it. That's how you manifest negatives. That's how you have contingencies and you focus on the negative and you're only, only going to be focused on seeing those things in other people instead of allowing them to love you properly. So this seems to be a stellar endeavor for you. I've got green, green lights for you across the board. That's fab. All right, let's see what else. Um, hi, Madam Adam. I'm writing to you as a mom, teacher, activist, artist, and fellow healer. Love that. I was just listening to your podcast, and I'm glad to hear that you're on the right track with your recovery. Thanks. In episode nine of your podcast, you mentioned on uh, honing in on the five priorities. I feel like I'm juggling 95, so I'd love to hear more about that. Thank you for all you do for us, keeping the path, and I'll keep sending our gratitude in your direction. Thank you so much. How very nice of you. Let's talk about it. So, yeah, the five priorities thing um, came to me in a meditative state where I was essentially sitting in front of a potted plant and I was planting all of my love and responsibilities and things that I gave a fuck about into this potted plant. And it grew right in front of my eyes into um, a giant bush that had these beautiful crystal orbs on it. Um, and I picked every single one, every single one off of that bush. And I tried to hold it and all of these things. And I felt so wealthy and so abundant and and all of these things. And the other me, my inner saboteur, came around the corner and he went, wow, this guy needs to learn something. So uh, he shoved me and uh, grabbed my arms and held me back. And everything that was in my arms fell to the ground and shattered like a Harry Potter fucking prophecy. And um, he looked at me and he said, what can you control? Nothing. How I feel, my reaction to this. And he said, what could have you controlled? Honestly, nothing. It was These things were never mine to possess, you know? So he sat me down and he said, what if you had less things? What if you only tried to handle a few things, yourself, your job, your happiness, your joy, your marriage? What if you only tried to focus on those things? So he sat me down and he drew a pentagram around me 
and uh, said, you only get five priorities, five love languages, five priorities. That's all you can fuck with, a handful of things. The idea is essentially that in yoga, Pilates, dance, any kind of physical activity, you need to clench your core, right? That's always what they say, clench your core to keep your balance. So your life is no different, and you need to clench the core of your life to keep its balance. And that core are your five priorities. So I don't care if you're a mom, a teacher, uh, whatever you are in your life, not just you, my friend, but anybody out there, um, I don't care what your priorities are. You got kids and kids with disabilities or, or a sick parent or whatever. I don't fucking care. You have to come first. You have to. Don't shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear your excuses. I really don't. You have to come first for you. At the end of the day, you close your eyes and you wake up the next day, and you are in your head by yourself. I don't care who's next to you. I don't care what you're basing it on. You have to come first. Top of that pentagram better be you. Marker it, big M-E, me, capitalize it, circle it, tattoo it on your motherfucking forehead. I don't care. You have to come first. For me, as an example, I come first, my husband's second by proxy because I love him. He's my best friend in the world. Um, my, this job means a lot to me, but not, you know, when I'm not working, obviously, I don't give a fuck about it. Um, my family, but with a giant Jurassic Park fucking fence around them of boundaries. And then lately I had to make room of some priorities for my sobriety and my, my, my health journey and stuff like that. So once you establish the five things you want to give a fuck about for the day or the priorities for you, that's where you build your boundaries. That's where you build your core and you clench those things and you only focus on that for a day. You need to be realistic about what you can accomplish and logical about how you feel. Okay? And then once you do that, you stand up. And once you stand up, everybody can see you. And once they see you, it's like, oh my God, where have you been? obligation, shit you should care about, this thing, that thing, you owe me, you should, their main character energy, they love the role that you play in their story. So they want to keep that, right? But all you have to do, these red cords, these red, thick red tethers of, of obligation and shouldness all over you. And if it doesn't fit within your priorities, you simply don't have to make that person fucking happy. Period. That's it. And it's not a fuck you. It's not a look look at them in the face and go, I don't have to make you happy. Fuck you. Like, no. You just have to silently agree to yourself to cut that cord. And you don't have to answer them. You don't have to answer that email. You don't have to respond to them. You don't have to pick up the phone because it's not within your priority to do so. Period. They will replace you with another character that will fill the void. It'll be fucking fine. So five priorities, a handful of things. You need a hand to drive with. You need one hand in your pocket and the other one flicking a cigarette or hailing a taxi cab or whatever your Alanis Morissette metaphor is for, for the day or the time being, you know? So uh, yeah, five priorities. That's all you get to clench your core, to maintain your love language, to maintain yourself. And you need to decide if maybe you've got too many. You're not fucking me. I could care less if you have six, eight, 12, 95 priorities. You're fucking you. You're at a state of imbalance. You have to breathe through the discomfort. There's no chill in balance. You got to breathe in it and allow yourself to maintain your priorities, to have boundaries. I hope that helps. Uh, let's see. Help. Hi, Madam Adam. I hope you're doing well. Thank you for offering help to us all via your podcast. You're welcome. I had a reading with you last year and it's been a long time. I've been a long time fan of yours. Thanks. 
I'm very excited about the possibility of connecting with you in this new way. Please meddle. I'm going through it, trademark, <laughs> at the moment. Last night I decided, I asked my own cards for advice and pulled the Tower, Death, the Hierophant, and the Devil inverted for myself, and I just nodded weakly. I expected nothing less. I started a new job last year and moved to a new city. For the past few months, I felt so, so unhappy at my job. I was really excited by it at first, but I lo it lost its shine quite quickly. I feel like I'm trying to tread water in the middle of the ocean and in the midst of a hurricane. I feel really supported by my supervisor and our entire office lacks structure. That's gross. We're getting um, things done by the skin of our teeth and we're all burning out quickly. My job has consumed my life. I now live about 10 minutes from where I work and have no friends in this city. It's easy for me to take work home, either physically or mentally, and I feel like that's making me burn out faster. Well, self-awareness, girl, good for you. On top of the burnout, I'm feeling I'm a bit heartbroken after someone I cared very deeply for moved a plane right away and cut off all communication out of the blue. It's not about you. It's about them. I'm my best friend's maid of honor and struggling to plan the bachelorette party and bridal shower with everything I have going on at work. There was also a fire at my parents' house. Everyone is okay, thankfully, last month, and I don't think I've had the time or support or space to work through that trauma. When I asked my cards if I was doing anything to block my own manifestations, the Eight of Swords came out. Yeah, you're binding yourself in your own mental booby traps. Yep, absolutely. I can feel myself being pulled in into victim mentality. My big question for you is, how do I break that cycle? Do you and your cards have any advice thank you for taking the time to read the snippet of my story i'm grateful for any and all meddling that you do you're you are a bright light in this world and i'm profoundly happy i found you in your work yours in light and hope danielle thank you too long didn't read and a tower moment and i'm ex exasperating with victim mentality any advice to get out of it TLDR, let's see, my dear, your victim mentality. What do I do? I hear myself say this shit out loud so that I can get out of it. I've had victim mentality about um, this, this sober journey, obviously. Me sitting in the bathtub crying to myself, why me? Everyone else can smoke. It's not fucking fair. And I just had to sit there and realize, damn, Adam, the fact that you are such a baby about this shows you probably needed to fucking quit, girl. Like, the hold it has on you. Hear the shit you say hard and fast. I'm not a fan of toxic positivity, girl. I don't want you to layer a layer of icing over a shitty fucking cake. I want you to taste your burnt sugarless cake so you can fix it and make it better for you. Don't get toxically positive. Don't just say shit that you don't believe. Say the shit that you feel. Say the shit that's true for you. I feel defeated. I feel broken. I feel lost. Say that shit out loud so that you can hear it. Focus on it and 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 reword it for yourself and and heal from it and make it better for you because no one's going to do it for you. None of this shit happened to you. It just happened. So it's not personal. And that's how you can lose the victim mentality is to not take it so fucking personally and understand that that person that left, left for them, not for you. They did their own main character thing. That was about them, not about you. Y'all need to wrap your fucking heads around that. Honestly, no one does shit to you on purpose. Honestly. Oh, but they do. They said they did that on purpose. Right. But that doesn't matter if they did or didn't. It's about them. It's not about you. You know? Gotta wrap your head around that. Gotta wrap your head around that. All right. Let's see then. Ten of Swords energy is inverted. So the worst of your mental health is behind you. Let's fucking act like it. Um, the sun, joy, optimism, newborn baby ideas, temperance is inverted. That's the thing. You're emotionally imbalanced. We're using Wandering Star Tarot right now, by the way. 
Um, the Ace of Swords is here, so they have it as success, change, decisions, actions. Yep, you got to say shit out loud. Here are the things you say. Emotionally, yeah, you've got some melancholia. The negatives are seeming to outweigh the positives right now, but that doesn't mean that you can't move forward with love and positivity for yourself. Listen, we are no longer treating people the way we want to be treated because in this 2022 main character fucking energy, people just take it and run with it and they assume that you're an endless supply of that thing. Everybody's greedy. Everybody's selfish. Everybody's got their own thing, right? And no, not everybody, but like that's the main gist have you driven around a big city like people are just taking up space they're slowing down or speeding up traffic for themselves that they're like on their phone or whatever they're only worried about them their post you know how many people that i've seen taking up fucking space or standing directly in front of me at a parade or a fireworks show at Disney and they're holding up their phone, recording it and not even looking at their phone. They're just holding it up to going live. I looked at someone going live and I mean no ego by this at all, but I saw someone going live on their TikTok and there was no one watching it zero people watching it but they sure as fuck held up their phone and stayed live the whole time just because maybe i might get somebody there's upwards of like a thousand people on my live sometimes and i want to be like there's people really watching mine can you move like but that's you know my main character energy right so Honestly, how many times have Dustin and I seen people record things or take pictures or recordings at theme parks and shit that you know for a fucking fact they are never going to watch that video? They're never going to watch that. You're never going to watch that back. You're never going to look at it. I've never once gone back and looked at a video that I took walking through a theme park. No, I've never fucking looked at that. You assume you're a vlogger and whatever. Everybody thinks they're the main character. Everybody thinks they're this thing and it's this toxic fucking culture and you are, you should be the main character. You should have that, but no, you also need self-awareness. You also need to defensively drive through your life and know that you're not the only one that's trying to be the next Disney influencer. Like get the fuck out of here. Honestly, nobody's watching your live. Nobody gives a fuck. Why don't you just enjoy yourself? Enjoy the moment. You're hurting your arm for the sake of potential attention. Why? I only go live at theme parks because I want to share it with people because I've done it a zillion times, not for views, not for clout, like just because I want to share it with people. Dustin took over my TikTok the other day and went to parades and shit and had a great time. He just wanted to get out of the house and share it with people because I had to work. It was innocent. It was lovely. So thank you to those of you that, that hung out with him. But anyway, I digress. Back to this topic. Ten of Swords energy is inverted, my dear. Closures, endings, new beginnings. You are no longer bound to other people's ideas and perspectives of you. And you need to believe that shit. Move forward with joy for yourself. The sun is coming. Light. Listen, Star Wars Episode Eight. Uh, Admiral Haldo and Poe, they said uh, one of Princess Leia's favorite quotes that they knew is, hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, you never make it through the night. You need to believe the sun is coming because it always does. Temperance is inverted. Reestablish your core for yourself. Focus on priorities. Make a priority out of you valuing yourself differently. Treating yourself the way you want people to treat you. Again, we are no longer treating people the way we want to be treated. That's old school Christian bullshit. We are now treating ourselves the way we want other people to treat us. You have to go inside out. Everybody's seeking external validation. The negatives might outweigh the positives. You need to fix your vernacular and how the fuck you talk about yourself. Start there. Okay, let's see then. What else? 
got time for a couple more, I think. Uh, Confusion. Hi, Madam Adam. I listen to your podcast all in one day, and I was so excited on what you do with it. Thanks. I sometimes feel like I'm standing still in my work world or my home life is whizzing by me. I want to move into a new job in the same company and making moves to do so, but I feel at times to no avail. At home, I feel there is not... At home, I feel there and not sure if I should move forward. I feel at home there, I'm guessing is what that is. Um, And not sure if I should move forward as I'm good with the relationships there. Thank you. Love your energy. Yeah. Should you move forward? Should you... Let's do Shadowland Tarot. Should you stick that out? I mean, no. I mean, honestly, I think that you should do something that means that has value to you. And if you're only... If you're only sticking around for the relationships, then then that's going to keep you there. What's your excuse going to be next time? What's your excuse going to be tomorrow? And honestly, for my husband too, like there have been so many people that are like, you should get a job at this place with me so we can work together. And I'm like, don't you fucking dare. Don't you fucking dare get a job at a place so that you can spend a potential two hours with people at work. What about all the other time you're there? What about the rest of your shift when they're not there? Just so you can spend a little... T- it's not fucking worth it. No, ma'am. Not worth it at all. Um, I, I, I implore you to get a bullshit job that you can just make money at and you don't feel attached to so that you can have the space and time to consider something you do want to do. Get a job at a restaurant or, 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 or a Publix or something or whatever. Something that you don't fucking care about so that you can just make money and do your job and leave and then you can pursue something that you really like. But before I put my foot in my mouth, let me... Let me do this. Shadowland tarot, friend. Shadowland. Uh, Five of Pentacles energy is inverted. So, yeah, there's really nothing wrong with you. Um, It's the environment. The Queen of Pentacles is inverted. So, yeah, you're not going to be able to just sit idly by and let things come to you. You're going to have to go get new authority for yourself and feel your own authority. uh, And know that you are in charge of your life and you can't base it on other people. Um... Nine of Pentacles energy, it's time for you to walk your walk instead of just talking the talk. The Three of Cups energy is inverted. So yeah, people are going to be mad at you. People are going to be upset if you leave, but that's not a reason to stay. Not a reason to stay at all. You have the Knight of Cups here in your passionate spot as well. So this is a slow emotional journey. You need to think about the emotional things and the emotional abundance. Abundance is not just monetary. There's emotional abundance and all of that. So you need to be much more authoritative of your life and and not let this keep you here. People are going to villainize you no matter what you do. So you might as well do what the fuck you want to do. But emotionally, you need to be walking your walk, acting like you deserve the shit you deserve instead of being a blanket or a doormat for these people. And and I say that in in a sense of 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 allowing yourself to stay for the sake of potential emotional relationships, but feel like I'm standing still in my work world and my home life is just whizzing by me. Yeah, then you need to claim ownership of it and change culture. You're letting it. You're letting it whiz by you. There's really nothing wrong. So there's something wrong emotionally. You're not feeling it. Maybe this has run its course, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. At all. There's nothing wrong with this running its course. I've known people that have been in an industry for like 20 fucking years, and they're like, I'm so scared. And I'm like, I know, but like this has just run its course for you, and you're ready to move on into something else. And that's a beautiful thing. That shows that you've grown, and maybe these people aren't growing. And you're just comfortable. It seems like you've gotten comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's not cute. We don't like that. No, ma'am. So I think it's time to move on. I think it's time to get past. I think it's time to 
try something new. And if you're not sure what that is, like I said, I would do a bullshit job that just pays the bills that you're not invested in so that whenever you find something you do want to do, you have no problem leaving. You know, give that a thought, my dear. Let's see here. I think I've got time for one more. Um, hi, Adam. My name is Shannon. I'm going to use your name. Uh, my name is Shannon. I just wanted you to know that you have helped me through some of my darkest times and listening to you in your lives. Now your podcast too. Thank you, my dear. You make me laugh, which helps out a lot. I always love how truthful and straight up you are. You're awesome. I guess metal however you like. I have no specific thing in mind. Surprise me. Cool. Well, this sounds like another collective. So I'm going to use a fun one called Everyday Witch Tarot. It's literally witch imagery. It's really fun and cool. We're going to use that one. And then I want to pull an oracle card from you for the collective here to close this out with. Um, and see what we get. More ASMR. Lovely. All right. Pip, pip, fuck off. Okay, hun. All right. <laughs> All righty, let's see. Um, Page of Wands energy is in the center here, my dear. You should be very optimistic about what you can do passionately for yourself when you give a fuck, when you give things energy and time. That tends to work out. Ooh, Strength is here too, a card of Leo. I need for you to not have any fear or anger going forward. I always hearken Strength back to Luke Skywalker in the cave on Dagobah. Uh, think about what he took with him, right? I said this previously a lot. So think about what he took with him. He took with him fear and weaponry and found a dark side version of himself, which, you know, that's not constructive. So don't take anything negative with you. The Nine of Cups is here as well. You have emotional certainty on your side. The King of Pentacles, in a passionate way, you're exuding a lot of big fucking dick energy, girl. Good for you. Um, and then, oh, never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Emotionally, you have a five of cups. So it's like emotionally, you're fucking yourself here. Emotionally, some negatives outweigh the positive, And that is the message for you that you need to remember who you are. You need to uh, be optimistic about what happens when you care, when you're passionate about some things. Leo energy. Leo's, I think, are, I mean, every sign is a little misunderstood, of course. And I love when people only believe the negative about their sign. Like you believe enough in it to know the negative. Can you not see the other fucking side of things and get some perspective and know that there's positive things about your sign too? But Again, I digress. Um, strength, have strength, my dear. Leo energy, super misunderstood sometimes. Lackadaisical, lazy at when they're not passionate. Lions are also super fucking lazy. When was the last time y'all went to a zoo? They just sit there and sleep all day and let their meal walk by them. But when they're hungry, when they want something, look the fuck out. Passion supersedes all of that. My husband's a Leo. When he wants to make a costume the night before Comic-Con in the hotel room, it's the greatest shit he ever makes. I always feel like you put a wrench in my system. What the fuck? This is bullshit. Why can't you just stick to the plan? But there's no stopping his passion. And whenever he does that, I mean, not anymore, but when he used to do this, like, it would be amazing. Like, some of the coolest shit that he ever makes. And I'm like, all right, shit. There's no arguing with the result. You know, Nine of Cups energy, emotional certainty is on your side. You should be very confident about how you feel and that these melancholy feelings are true for you, valid and accurate, but no one else's problem. So King of Pentacles energy, you're in charge of your life. Get spiritual again. Get back into your spiritual practice, whatever that is for you, and find the authority in there. Find the magic there. But ultimately, willpower, strength, you're in a really good spot. Emotional negatives might outweigh the positives, and you just need to hear the truth in that so that you can move forward for yourself, you know? Um, but you've got emotional certainty. There's no denying that these emotional feelings are true and, and definitely something that 
that you need to assess and move forward with strength on and passion and 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 fortitude of your spiritual self. Really use your gifts. Really use your sense of spirit. Pray. Manifest. Um, charge your shit, sage your house, whatever you need to do, cleanse yourself, protect yourself. I cast protection by um, imagining myself holding a very thin black pencil and I draw, literally I spin in a circle and I imagine myself drawing a black line, a thin, thin, thin black line around me of truth. All I have to do is be honest with people and all I want is people to be honest with me. And that's a curse as well because that means that in seeing other people, that's a lot of Sag energy that I have, my Sag rising, but whenever I manifest or protect myself with truth, that also means that I am vulnerable to knowing other people's truths and that they don't give a fuck and that they only worried about them. They're worried about their own main character energy and stuff like that. And that's a self-aware burden of truth. So protect yourself with your truth, my friend. Move forward with passion for yourself. Get spiritual and know that that's where a lot of your abundance and success is. That when you get spiritual spiritual about things, you tend to love that and give a fuck and good things happen. I've only got a couple minutes. So let's pull an oracle card from my new favorite deck, Prairie Magic Oracle. Give you guys a, a word and some stuff to think about here for for the week ahead or so let's see uh notice what can i learn from observation yes ma'am very much on that whole listen to understand don't listen to respond if you shut the fuck up long enough and you observe do you get the help you need just by paying attention consider that my friends consider that Email me at modernmagicalmeddling at gmail.com if you guys want to submit a question for the podcast. Thank you again for listening. This has been a great time as always. Fabulous topics. Fabulous questions. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Don't forget to hydrate yourselves. Be kind. Kindness is unlimited and free. Spend that shit on yourself, please. Enjoy your day. Thank you for listening. And as always, fuck it up. <laughs>